Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Philip. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I love how Scott just sat there quietly, patiently waiting for Philip. It's been a minute, guys. I had to remember how. It's okay. Are we just are we talking through all the the music break right now? This can be a break, or we can just dive right in. All right. Um, this episode is this week's episode is brought to you by Electromotive Sound Co. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You just got a new. Oh, I don't. I just. I almost ruined it. No, you're fine. Don't you're fine. Me. Okay. This, all right. This, this, uh, this, oh, oh, wait. Hold on. My laundry is done. <laughs> <laughs> we are about to go all AMSR or, or whatever that whatever that acronym yeah. is and then phone alarms. No, uh, yeah. Electromotive Sound is actually, uh, they're sending me something this week. Uh-oh. So I agreed. I saw. I agreed to it. So I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because what would they do? They'd be like. We won't send it. Like, I don't agree to that. (laughs) So um, one of the many products that Ben makes over there is a clone that um, he has a few different versions of clone clones. I have the best one. So he he knows I'm a deep believer in the clone KTR that I have. And given that I'm so attached to mine, he challenged me to do a blind test to see which one I liked. And if I legitimately like his more... I have to sell my KTR. Oh, yeah. You'll make like 20 grand. <laughs> I mean, it, this is kind of a win-win for me. It's like, okay, well, if you send me a pedal I don't like, then I'm fine. Why don't... What What if... If what I if like he's... them equally, I get to keep both. And <laughs> if he somehow makes a pedal that's better, I make like 1200 bucks. What if, what if you give me the KTR? That's a win-win-win. That's where we all win. Nah, How no. do I win in this? No thanks. <laughs> Philip's like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on my win here. No, no, you're lucky you're wins. here, Philip. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of lucky that you're here, <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by our Patreon supporters. I don't know if that has to do anything, but um, you could be, you could make us lucky if you want to give us money. Um, Help Diaz get lucky, everyone. Actually, that's been voted upon before, before by the way, <laughs> by our patrons. <laughs> that actually was a recent vote. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah where did that vote end up anyways uh anywho we're not spending money on bumble that's all i'm saying <laughs> we're totally not um, uh, are we sorry. opening up a new patreon tier where someone gets to make a tinder profile for you and run it and see what happens i mean listen <laughs> apparently i don't know what i'm doing so, so anything's better than what i'm doing i guess <laughs> that, that oh, might gosh. get me to join y'all's patreon oh my gosh <laughs> You're you're more than welcome to join. I think it's like you have to give like at least five bucks to get in the chat room because I think that you just you should, you need to get in there. Um, and and that could be your what's new for the next time you're on. You're like I'm on the chat room, but for but since we don't have that, what's your what's new right now, Philip? Uh see, I was just thinking about this uh, before we started up. I'm trying to think. What have I gotten that's new, like enough to say for this episode? Because new since the last time I was on your show, uh, there's a lot that, of stuff. That's a long list. I'm not going to go down that. You list. know what? I just want to point out. I mean, I think I said this last time you're on, but I'm so sick and tired of getting notifications that you've posted something for sale. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like four times a day. It starts at six a.m. and it just keeps going. Well, and see now it's it's a like today I started taking down posts, retaking yeah. photos, and relisting oh them for sale because. The old ones are stale now. I got to take them down and relist them. So I'm still in selling off stuff I'm not using to pay for things I actually need and will use. Uh, like for example, today I'm not. It's not you my what's new. It's not here yet. Yeah, I put it back up. It's been up, um, oh, okay. but better pictures. They've actually attracted a lot of attention all of a sudden. Um, and I didn't have pictures Funny of it in works. the case. I think that helped. Um, but. I, I, I mean, I have this, I'm playing in this band and I'm playing actually more keys than I'm playing guitar. So, um, and I've got a, I've got a Korg SV1. I've had it for a few years and I love it, but the organ sound is just terrible. It's, it, you can't, you can't 
tailor it anyway. So I went online, went on Guitar Center, uh, found a used uh, Hammond XK1C. And so I ordered that. Well, I got to pay for that now. So I'm pushing some of this gear out to pay for it. Um, that will be a what's new when it gets here this week. Um, my big what's new, it came in yesterday. I finally bought a big boy soldering iron. I know that sounds boring, but I'm really excited about it. I bought a hack, uh, hacko, hacko, H A K K O. It was recommended to me by Eric Brainia from over there at Brainia Effects. Um, because he and I are just, he's, he's helping me design a circuit. I've got some, uh, Telefunken, uh, BC 109, uh, transistors sitting around. So I'm designed, we're working on a boost pedal that I'm going to build. I'm probably going to, if they turn out well, I'm going to keep one of them and then I'm probably going to sell off the uh, other four through the podcast, actually, and raise some money, uh, give to charity the same way I do with my Patreon. Nice. I'm fine with Kylo. Oh, well then. That's so, not new. Yeah, no, that's all. <laughs> no, that's I, I actually got something. I got something in the mail today. I actually, uh, so I, I've been playing my acoustic a lot lately. And um, I realized my strings are dead as crap. And I ordered some string joy strings. I actually ordered them Amazon Prime because I needed them fast. So, quick and in a hurry. Quick and in a hurry to sound amazing. So I picked up, yeah. That, that's all. So uh, I want to I wanna dial back to uh, your uh, sponsor for this episode with Electromotive Sound. Um, yes. If you haven't checked out Ben's pedals, he makes the only phaser pedal I will own. It's phenomenal. It is incredible what that pedal does. It's the only one it, I don't have of his line too. So I need really? To- is it really? That's the one you don't have? Mm-hmm. It's it goes from like subtle phase. You can go almost rotary with it straight it's into ring, ring mod. mod. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does fucking ring mod. It's amazing. So yeah, check out his. I've also got his Klon clone as well, but it's the one that has the clean blend. I got the three. My, my three knob is still my favorite. I, I have the four, and knob, I always and, really and I with it. I've got the three and the four, so I, I have both versions of the clone. <laughs> um, and uh, but he he, I always I always say it makes him mad, but it really doesn't make him mad. But in the chat room, he always says we always have a talk about it whenever I bring it up. That there's a the diode or whatever he used in the um, the three knob that he's whenever he sent it to me there's just something magical about it and he's like i can make your four knob sound just like it and i'm like no no no, no. I, that three my three knob is absolutely my favorite we're, we're gonna talk about magical diodes here in a minute magical diodes yeah you uh, yeah, have tell that, the mind uh so or I, I have one more what's new yeah so today came out uh, a special episode of the tone mob podcast I oh yeah over there i just saw that thanks for telling me about it? Why didn't you tell me? About I told it? you about it. Did you? Yep. You slept since then. Okay. I didn't know That's it was coming great. out today, and I also didn't know he was going to tag my company in it. Uh, Ooh, so... Oh! <laughs> so that's going to be fun whenever somebody realizes that. But um, right, no, message would be like, "Hey, take that off." Nah, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> it's not like any. I mean, I don't. This was not really a work related thing even though it was it was talking about room acoustics and his shred shed and how to build stuff so it was a big nerdy talk i hope people like it so that came out today um so i if you're really need to, to get this, some good sleep out. i need to get some good sleep tonight so i'm gonna go listen to it and see how, how well i can go to bed i talk about pizza right at the end <sighs> so sorry ds you'll wake up yeah <laughs> oh i also talk about a boss phase shifter for a minute there Oh man! Now oh. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Yep, it's got two of my favorite things: pizza and face shifters. Yep. <laughs> Again, oh. Kylo, stop being a dick. You said pizza. Yeah. No, there's someone outside. <laughs> All right, shut up, Scott. Okay, Darn let's kid. go into gear news. Let's go into gear news. So first, first up on the gear news list, this got announced this morning, uh, Monday, November first. And it's a follow-up on something we were talking about last week. Yeah. So Cooper and I called it. Yeah, Cooper Effects announced that they closed. They were closing down shop last week. Chase right. uh, Chase Bliss announced that he was joining their team. I have a screenshot of where <laughs> I made a comment because John. The first I heard about it was John Cusack's post where he was like, "Oh, 
they just released two pedals and then they close up shop. I wonder who picked them up. I was like, <laughs> and I said, I put, I said, I said, I, I, I guess and hope it's Joel at Chase Bliss and bingo. So what do you think's coming? Uh, I, so I, I really feel that um, this is going to bring out a new pedal from Chase Bliss. Yeah, because they, they announced up. that they're not going to reissue the Cooper FX pedals. Like they're not everyone's, just going to Everyone's thinking the gen loss. I think like the gen cool. loss in the new, whatever the automatone form factor so they can charge a thousand dollars for it oh don't don't say that don't say that because like they did say they're not gonna they said they want to leave the cooper effect stuff as it was they're like nope leaving that but they also said they're doing something new with the generation exactly they did say we're not reissuing the gen loss we're but we're going to take that add some things features didn't say what it was and yeah if they did the what is what is that series called the The automaton A ton, yeah, the the onomatopoeia tone. Um, if they did that with the gin loss, and I know it would be the most Chase Bliss is, pedal that ever Chase Bliss pedal. Yes, and I also would not buy that one either. I would, I would want. I, I you know what? I love the you know I just love the faders that move up and down. <laughs> so I don't care how it sounds. I just like playing. I just like the faders that move on up and down on their own. Yeah, I just want the dark world to become stereo. Wait, it's not stereo? No, it's a mono reverb. I didn't... I guess I didn't realize that. Chase Bliss doesn't have a stereo pedal. The CM, CXM is stereo. Uh, I guess so, but that's them recreating an existing product in a new form factor. Okay, that's mm. true. Sort of. I mean, there's that thing does a lot more than like the original that, you know, inspired it does. Yeah. All right. Interesting. But so speaking that's, of that's other cool. pedals that you can't get, I've got one. Look, you got the you got one of these? No, I have the one that it's trying to be. Yeah. So Joyo announced the King of Kings, which is I guess their King of Tone. Which so I don't. Do they know what that like? Right. Do they I know mean, the term? Do they realize? Do you, do, you know, do you know what that means? Like what? What? Do, who it's talked? Like, I don't think I, it's a specifically a, a P-Dubs reference. I think it's a I'm play not, on the, the the thing they're copying. I, I think I, 100% they knew exactly what they were doing. Do you think Joyo is that clever with their marketing? Joyo. I think so. This is a good point. I mean... You think I, maybe you think I'm taking the, you think that a Chinese company that makes clones is sitting there looking it has that deep of market penetration that says, you know what? These white evangelicals are in, in America <laughs> <laughs> that play this this music are really willing to go nuts about this pedal. I think I think it has more to do with just the fact that the pedal hype is nuts and they were able to really realize that. But anyway, it's a king of tones. So yeah. here's here's my question. At what do you think that like there's going to be a group of P-dubbers that are offended by this? <laughs> I yeah. think there's going to I be a group there... that's offended. I think there's going to be a group that buys the shit out of them. Not to get too political, but there's a group of evangelicals that are offended by China's very existence. Oh, okay. Good point. Republicans? <laughs> okay, never mind. All right, hold on. Sorry. All right, we're going to keep moving on. Because the, the last time we we upset people, so let's what, keep going. What, what's the phrase? Skip, skip, skip. No, let's actually, skip. I... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm tempted to actually buy one of these just to see what it's like. How much are they right now? They're like 75 pounds. Oh, that's euros. Cheap. Euros. 75 euros. Super affordable. Yeah. And like, even if this is like halfway decent. Is it on Amazon? Because I'm manic right now. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. Like this leaked a few weeks ago and they didn't do a proper press release on it yet. Because it, like it, you can already buy it off of um, Alibaba. AliExpress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, it hasn't hit like Amazon and stuff yet. Um, probably in a no, ship waiting uh, to undock. Um, I <coughs> like the form factor of it. I, I actually kind of like the, this current series from Joyo's in like the box yeah. design. I think it looks great. Um, if it's legit <laughs> and plays fine, if, if it's a decent, like, Hey, buy this while you wait four years, I think it's a great option. Yeah. 
So Having said that, yeah. Diaz, if you're manic, you why don't you finally right buy now? the King of Tone that you're eligible for? Because I'm not that manic. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. So my my next paycheck, I'm gonna have like four extra days wages and plus uh, a vacation that I didn't get to take. They're paying me out on, so I'm gonna buy the King of Tone and flip it. And then with the flippings, buy one of these. I'm gonna. Yeah, well, I want to buy the. You... I want to buy the Machine Gun Kelly guitar. <laughs> Like I'm really not joking. Yeah, I know you're legitimately you want that. I really do want that guitar. I, I think it looks freaking cool. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Keep it, I didn't keep think it you'd good, actually do it though. Keeping good no, shape because I legitimately think it's going to be the next Tom DeLonge guitar. I you know and like that's kind of and that's kind of the feel like I really so I play I play a lot like when I play out and everything I usually play like John Mayer style and all that. But really, like my, when I first started learning guitar and everything, it was all pop punk. And in high school, I was all about pop punk. I was about Blink One Eighty Two, like Green Day, like every all you know, all of this stuff. And um, I mean, I wore the fucking Dickies, the Vans, the you know, like the the high knee white socks, like all that shit. Like almost like for some reason, at one point, pop punk and cholo started like combining. And uh, yeah. Like that was like the coolest thing ever, like, and I kind of want that guitar for that playing. So, so while we're talking about the coolest thing ever, Bill Finnegan recently made another announcement about the new KTR that they should be within stores within less than a month. Okay, I'm feel- tr- I'm trying to come up with a list of things that I care about less than this. It's a very short list. And it's a very short list. I just think... Remember when, like... re- remember when he was going to sell just the boost circuit? Yes. <laughs> it's... it's Okay. Guys, get past the clon. Seriously. Oh, you know when it comes out? There's going to be a week of video after video yeah. after video of does it sound as good as the original? Yep. And and Ryan Burke is going to have to go find a, a real KTR or, or an original yeah. KTR, and he's Josh, be Josh will it. send him one, maybe. Josh will send him a, a, a freaking centaur, and then Get we'll have to talk the about clon. there are parts it, drifts, and not all KTRs sound exactly the same. And then we're going to have to talk about mathematical formulas and how you can recreate almost Please any don't. circuit. I don't want to. And you can just. I don't want to. But Diaz, Diaz's clone has magic wanna. diodes, Philip. No, mine does. My my three knob does. It has a magic diode. Oh, mine. Kiss my ass. Mine has the same, apparently the same diodes that originally came in the clone. But I don't care. I've switched them out. To me, it sounds the same. I put my same. own goop in there. <laughs> I gooped it yourself. <laughs> I gooped it myself. It wasn't intentional. He was really drunk one night. But <laughs> I was cleaning it and it went off. Look, um, I, I have played an original Klon. I've never played a KTR, but I've played an original Klon. I've had the JHS Klon. I've had the Wish.com Klon. I have the um, I have a Klon in a side-by-side pedal-by-pick dropper. I've got the Electromotive Sound Klon. They all Red sound clone, like a clon. clon. They clon, sound like clon. a clon. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not rocket science. Listen, fuck this. We're gonna talk about clops now. <laughs> That's, That's far enough. more interesting to me. <laughs> this is this is stupid. And if you're willing to pay a thousand dollars for a clon or a K, oh, especially a KTR. Look, I, I've said this a lot on Facebook, and I, I people. Go watch the JHS video where I learned this. J Rocket is the company that was contracted to make the KTR. They made the KTR. You can buy that pedal as the J Rocket Archer for a hundred and seventy bucks. Breathe, breathe, Philip. Oh, it makes me so mad. I'm so hey, sick. Just breathe. Of... Just breathe. It's hey, so hey, unnecessary. Hey, Philip. Go buy it. Go buy it. Hey, it's okay. Hey, Philip. Philip, calm down. It's okay. Philip. They yeah, sound different. Fault. It's not they don't fault. sound different. I will kill you. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> I, I will bludgeon I, you to death with I, a clone clone. <laughs> I, I, I sold my Archer when I got my KTR. They sound All different. Right. Let's talk I about sold, something. I sold my JHS when I got the Wish.com clone. All right. So EHX announces the Harmonix, which is an intelligent harmony machine. Uh, it's, you can get up to two harmonized voices Did on Did you just tap. say it was called the Harmonix? I'm... 
It, it, did boom just hey, go guess the what? dynamite? Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> all right. Well, oh yeah, boom goes. The, all right, sorry. If you want to understand the boom goes the dynamite joke, um, then you have to join you our have to join the got to join the patreon go to patreon.com slash the effects like this is our middle of the episode advertisement that we're now slipping in there thank you all right back to our regular program <laughs> did you think electro was the name of the brand and then the harmonics was Listen, the name of the brand? no <laughs> you understand boom goes the dynamite dude all right keep moving keep moving yes so what's what's the name of the damn thing then it's the, the intelligent, intelligent harmony, harmony machine, machine. That's a horrible name. That, that's a horrible name. <laughs> this is the same company that gave us the big muff. You're surprised. I, I just wish they were able to put a B word in the middle. So it would, it would be the IBM computer. That would just be kind that of fun for me. Cool. Watch them get sued for it. But yeah. Yeah. The listeners can't hear me shaking my head, but I am. We'll just really gain your mic up so we can we can hear that. <laughs> so I'm really excited about this pedal. I'm I'm super pumped about it. I think there's only one thing that's missing from it. Um, I really I think have a few I, things that are missing from it. But... Well, I, it needed an expression out. Oh, I got something even better. So first off, what this is is Preset? it's it's a new pitch shifting device that takes everything to an extra level. So it has full harmonizing modes into it, up all, all 12 degrees, right? And, mm -hmm. um, and you can do, it has a dedicated dry out as well as an output, dedicated output. So you can do, um, the thing I was most impressed by it was the, you can do a digital capoing with it. And it sounds yeah. legitimately good. Really does. And then it can do the old broken pog machine sound too. So it can do but everything it, in between. But it can also do what I really like. It's got the intelligent harmony. Like yeah. you tell it what key you're playing in, you tell it whether it's major or minor. I mean, it's got every key possible. Well, if you're going to get modal, you know, you'll have to really do some math. That's okay. Um, but I really like the fact that someone's finally put that kind of technology into a small form factor pedal. Now, has Boss been able to get this down to a single size Boss with their harmonizer the, stuff? There's the harmonizer, but it's not as advanced as this. Okay. It's not nearly as advanced as this. Okay. The issue has been that EHX has nailed the ability to not, it had to have that warm, almost analog sound with it. Yeah. And That's the latency, where, like they don't yeah. have the latency that most of the boss pedals of the past have had. The OC5 was a major step forward for boss, but I mean, EH has been doing it. How long's the Pog been out? Gosh, forever. Forever? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is that. Yep. Yep. No, that's the correct answer. Forever was forever. the correct answer. So, yeah. so you're saying it's missing an expression pedal. Yeah. I Basically, I want this to also be a whammy. So, mm, yeah. so I would wait. I, I bet it's the big box version because there's always there's always a regular size pedal, and then there's the big box version with electro harmonics. You're right. And it will come out at some random time, and the same week they release another seven pedals, all at the all same of time. them all of them compressors at the, at different days in the same week. Yeah. Um, so there's other there's one other major feature I think would be missing for making this thing the absolute killer that it could be. Uh huh. MIDI. Oh yeah, I can see yeah. that. Being able to swap settings MIDI and via presets MIDI. would just make this thing dominating. And big then box the real, version. big box version is probably going to be like 300, 350 bucks at that point. <sighs> see, I think this thing is perfect at the two hundred and thirty dollar price point. <laughs> I I think that's a great price point for everything this pedal does. Yeah, I agree. I will probably buy this pedal. I don't know. So it's really kicking in at this point, DS, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, no, it's more. All right. So, like, I would. Mm, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like if there I, if there's a big box version coming, I'd I'd want to get that. I mean, I, it could be something I want, I want like something... what I am with, with where I am with EHX, which is often you buy the the smaller one, and then you're like, ah, oh, you know, I really do want that next feature, and then like you the just Pod slowly work your way because up. Because it had presets. Yeah. Like that's the thing, presets. So it, and that's like the common mod for pogs, like the smaller pogs is people put in a preset mod on them. Yep. 
but like the whole thing is is like I, I would want you like you've got all this technology in there tell me you couldn't add presets come mm. on yeah i mean no pre presets would be a big step for something like this yeah i hope there's a big box with presets that's yeah. what i hope for 350 bucks i'd pay that for a big box with presets because this covers so much I, i'd bet that's coming for me i don't do midi presets aren't a big deal for me i this would do just fine i feel like i feel I, presets make me feel like i'm getting more for my money I, I can see that midi always makes me think i'm getting more for my money look yeah. at look at the ua pedal launch they didn't have midi and so i instantly said not worth 300 dollars. 350 right. bucks yeah 350 whatever they are right yeah yeah, because you, is... you can go buy Source Audio that does has presets and has exactly. all the same kind of stuff and features wise in it. Well, at three fifty, you're looking at used uh, Strymon prices. Yep for the right. for the big box pedals, which is what I have on my board. I, yeah. I I went away from them for a while, trying to avoid the big pedals. That's what I use. I, well, I, and also, I, I mean, since you have the more mo you you do the uh, Skyline and the Volante, the the presets on those are actually really easy to get at and, and oh, use yeah. without a without a MIDI controller. Yep. Yeah, but once right, you speak. once you cross into MIDI, oh, everything gets better. I see. I did the big MIDI board thing, and I just didn't. It wasn't. I spent more time programming than I was just playing guitar. Oh my gosh, that was the. That's why I stopped doing MIDI and all that. I don't do a I MIDI switcher. I do use MIDI to assign presets to all my pedals. Okay, right. I see. All right. So speaking of a whole lot in a little box, uh, JHS announced the Pack Rat which is a kind you know, their thing where they've got, you know, different versions of a pedal in one box. This has what, like nine or so? Uh, nine exactly yes. has. That's a good guess. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the title, damn. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so oh, this looks really cool. I still love the people who, all right, so I'm, uh, it, I don't know. People are getting weird because they have the word rat in it, but rat is a is one word. Well, at least here it is. Yeah. Even though they capitalized rat. Yeah, but still. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting thing. I, I would bet you they struck a licensing. Like this is oh, not yeah. causing this is not catching Pro Co by surprise. But we also right. had GHS got in trouble with uh the Pink Panther in semi recent right. memory, so who knows? I think that's a little different though when you're like pink panther was an entire brand of like entertainment media yes whereas yeah. like this is another pedal and owens that... corning took him to school yeah oh yeah sorry, it's like, that's, oh, sorry that's a deep cut for everyone who deals with building insulation please try to name anything remotely like a disney character please try i want to watch the fireworks yeah actually they would have gotten more trouble if they would have called this like the mickey mouse exactly there was there was an entire brand of pedals at the Delicious Audio booth at Summer Nam. I don't know if y'all saw it. That were all like pop culture themed. Like one of them legitimately had the McDonald's logo on it. Oh. <laughs> and so I sat there talking to the the person who was there for Delicious Audio. They're like, "Yeah, we are we are having discussions about a complete and utter rebrand of this entire company because every pedal they had was a lawsuit waiting to happen." Yeah gonna use your noggins guys yeah you got to think about that so so rats like i want to like the rat i've owned a bunch over the years i don't i the hardest thing with a rat is is learning to work that filter knob yeah so i i've always been kind of weird with rats um because i always run them very trebly hmm because that's how i like it so I usually have it cranked to that side. It's always kind of weird. I just, yeah. So my, like, here's I, Scott, yeah. maybe this is your frustration here with this pedal. Um, Cause I hear it in your voice. I hear it in those sultry tones. Um, I feel the same way about this as I feel about the muff muffaletta and the bonsai. Yes. I like the big muff, but I know which one I like. Yes, I like tube screamers, but I know the one I like. I don't need a, a pedal that does nine variations of the muff that are all subtly different. I don't need a pedal that does nine variations of the tube screamer. I need the one that sounds like I like. You know what this and I needs? I feel that same way about this. Midian presets. 
put it on everything. Fuck it, guys. We're going <laughs> going hard. Minion presets on everything. But, but that's my thing. It's like it's not that I think this is a bad pedal. It's not that I don't think uh, it's well made and sounds great. Probably on every setting. I personally do not need nine variations of a rat. So I'm holding my second muffaletta right now. <laughs> um, and, and you're holding it because it's not on your pedal board. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just going to throw I, that out there. Also, because uh, that's because my Bliss Factory is on my pedal board right now. Um, and it's so deeply ingrained at this point that it's kind of hard to remove it. Because um, mm -hmm. MIDI and presets. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other funny part with it is uh, so I don't want to knock the JHS thing because these are actually really cool pedals and really just amazing amounts of engineering that go into them Yeah. but I can also say um, the relay switching mechanisms in them that they use to like do all this stuff to make <coughs> them able to do what they do um, makes them noisier and so uh. that is a complaint with the bonsai that we're becoming increasingly aware of um, and the bonsai for me was one of those ones where I'm like, ah, oh, everything's so subtle. The muffaletta makes way more sense. The muffs are a lot yeah. more different than every variation of the tube screamer. Um, cause I would love to make a version of the bonsai where nothing actually changes as you move the knob. It's still <laughs> just all the exact same circuit and just to watch everyone go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's no, the mids so on this better. one. The mids cut. The I, mids I cut. wanna, I wanna do that same thing, but instead I want the the mode switch to simply I, I, I don't even know that there's actually a way electrically to do this but to make it where without moving the mids knob it changes where the mid center is so yeah. that just just the tone is changing so you can literally just turn it like two millimeters and get the exact same sound you were just getting but everybody will still say oh no this mode sounds better you just need to swap in and out uh the capacitor yeah it's uh, just shift where the center of the tone control is it it'd be ridiculous i mean there are, there's a lot of pedals out there that actually can do that with two they they put a parametric eq on it so you can actually move where the frequency center is on one of them yeah um that that exists it's just people get so pissed off at trying to dial that in and then everyone yeah. leaves it at noon <laughs> I, so, what they do. so with this with this pedal and and the parts like i, I watched the jhs video on this pedal when it came out um I think he said like the average rat pedal has something like 40 to 50 components inside of it. Mm -hmm. This pedal has like 260 components inside of it. When you're putting even even at SMD, when you're putting that many components into a much smaller space, you're going to run into RF. Probably you're just going to you're going to have issues. Well, I mean, there's things you can do to manage RF in it. Sure. With resistors and, and capacitors that I are take in there. <laughs> That's IBS. Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, uh, and that so, allows him to get a, a the, the RF is what gives him a mer medical marijuana card. That's so. it. That's it. That's a callback. I, I, um, I, I think it's a great pedal. I think it's gonna do well. It's not for me. I, you know what? One I'm most surprised at the wave cannon is in there. That one yeah. caught me off guard. Yeah. Apparently, he and Philippe are buddies, and they've talked about this for a long time. And mm -hmm. actually, Philippe helped design that one to go in there because they had to reduce it down from a four-knob pedal to a three-knob pedal. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, it, I mean... How much it, is it? 250 250 That's not bad. I, here's the thing. I think if there's like, I want a rat, I don't know which one I want, go, go grab it, go play through all of them, and then sell it because jhs pedals don't really depreciate that much and move on or and just find rent it you want. There, there are places you could rent it that's just a cool go rent too. the pedal okay well uh mask audio electronics and collector emitter team up for the cascader fuzz um am i the only one that thinks this looks like walrus audio yeah it has a very walrus vibe to it well i mean uh, like this like no down to the font it yeah this is, this is a walrus audio it's not but yeah. it looks like it yeah does mask always do this kind of a look i don't know i don't know who that is. i don't I, like yeah i was no, familiar not at all oh they're just gonna get in trouble for one panel i this like for well, real... i mean they 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 sell i mean mask audio sells a lot of just like here's the board go build it kind of okay. projects oh yeah 
All right. But yeah, this looked oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah this the, hard this looks like a Voyager or uh yeah, it reminds me of the Voyager. Now mm-hmm. some fonts are copyrighted, some are not. But yeah, that's a and this one looks kind of generic enough that I think it is just a normal font. Yeah, like Even I'm sure the, cur- it is. the kerning is different in the two fonts that are there. There's actually different fonts, like the Cascader logo is a different font yeah. than uh, yeah, the bypass yeah, no. and the the loud huh and the. I'm not. I'm not building a case right now. I'm just yeah. Like, no, it's like, different quick, enough. Quick they're look. not going to get sued, but it's close enough that it's obviously uh, an illusion. Yeah, I mean, so if yeah. you have a if you're Kyle McIntyre and you have a exclusively uh walrus audio board, this would fit in really nicely. <laughs> Sneak it in, see how long it takes someone to notice. Be like, hey. Having said that, if if this was an art run from Walrus, I'd be all about it. Oh, it's a hardcore. cool vibe. Yeah. It looks great. It's, anyway, it's, it's a one knob fuzz. Pedal. Yeah, it's a one knob fuzz, except that it's two fuzzes. Yeah. It's two fuzzes. The switch actually engages a second fuzz uh, at the beginning of the circuit to overload the later stages. So it gets like crazy thick. Thick. And at 175? That's not horrible. Yeah. All right. There's a holy crud. We've got a few more things. Yeah. Um, It's a good week. So super. It's legitimately like, I don't think we said that going in. It's been a good week for gear. Oh. Well, if you're ex- if you're excited about these things, I guess it is. If you're right, if you're Phil. not dead inside like Philip, I'll <laughs> also admit, it, tell you that the Cascader sold out. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah, yeah, because like, someone because people are like, oh yeah, uh, the new Walrus Audio pedal. <laughs> all right, anywho, all right, so Super Rosa has a new flanger pedal coming up. It's double analog modulation. Um, okay, I'm. I'll just wait. So for it which to be which flanger is it based on? Is it a BF two? I mean, it's purple. I would assume so. And but here's the thing, though. Um, just chip. wait for it to, yeah. Wait for it to be on the uh, stupid deal of the day. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> oh, oh, it's stereo with top mount jacks. That's a crowded top of pedal. It yeah, is very uh, crowded. Tall pedal. How much is it now? It is two hundred and ninety dollars. Oh, it's gonna mm. be one hundred and seventy. <sighs> stupid deal of the day. But here's the deal. <sighs> it, at sixty dollars more, you get the Strymon Zelza. Yeah, that that this is like way. I don't like it's way too fucking expensive. It, I, this one's way too expensive. I'm on. I'm way, on that ship. How much are like electric mistress today. is going for? Uh, let's see how fast I can Google that. Bear in mind, hey, this hey, is, that's this our is thing. Four uh, Bucket Brigade chips in it, so it it's not crazy that it is analog delay expensive. Because you can it is, get component wise, it's similar in cost. You can get a stereo electric mistress for one forty three. Yeah, dude. Brand new Sweetwater. How much is a BF two? <laughs> uh, eighty bucks. This is an episode where three grown men all ask each <laughs> other to Google things like they're boomers. Hey, hey, Scott, 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 Scott. Google how much uh, is BF two? There is a black label. Hey, Jamie, let's get that up on the screen. Can we? Can we do that? <laughs> There's a black label BF2 on uh, Reverb right now for $89 in free shipping. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> the value uh, prop on this is kind of tough. Yeah, I, uh, that's been my issue with a lot of the Supro stuff. Like, I don't associate Supro that's be, that's with because high you associate, dollar. You associate stu- a Supro with a stupid deal of the day because they pigeonhole their brand there and they're well, too fucking stupid. It's like GNL. Even going back even further than that, Supro's always been sort of a budget brand. It was. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, their amps they're, are awesome for the dollar. They're yeah, good. they're priced. Even their guitars are not horribly priced. But like when they do stupid shit like this, it it's like it's the love pedal debacle, right? The love pedal makes great pedals, but he does those fifty dollar deals so often right. that it devalues them. In well, in that the, they've become few and far between now. Yes, well, that's true because his life is a complete shit show. But I, I'm I'm an idiot and keep falling for it. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I am an idiot. <laughs> no, well, you do keep falling on, for it. On this week's episode, Scott has a self-realization. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> all right, oh, man. <laughs> sorry. Diaz, do you really want me to have all the self-realizations no. that I need to have? Because like, <laughs> no. Let's keep moving on, guys. Yeah. All so, right. so wrap up on that one. Not excited about it. It look. I'm sure it'll sound fine. Catch it on the stupid deal of the day. It also yeah, looks stupid it, deal of the day. It looks like a hundred dollar pedal. I feel yep. like I feel like Supra's slogan should just be "It's only a matter of time." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's only a matter of time before it becomes, becomes stupid deal today. Them and Pigtronic. <coughs> well, they're they're the same company. Not exactly. Right. Um. All right. So, now. what's the only thing the Lego Stratocaster was missing? A tiny Lego pedal board, of course. I don't think anyone was really like. Okay. Wait, is this available to buy, or is this just like some dude? This is just this? some dude made it. Yeah, like this isn't even. These aren't even. Uh. Like, look at the big muff. Like, it's not all Lego. It's got, it's made from Legos. Like, there's other stuff on there too. So not, it's fine. Cool. It's cool. It's wired backwards and it's giving me an aneurysm. Yeah. Two um, mid run. I mean, I, I have so many critiques. What a fucking noob. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually hoping this was a kit when I saw it and put it in our thing. <laughs> No, it's just uh, apparently it is Steve Marsh. Uh, I'm assuming because that's the guy who's or credited. Steve Darsh. Online. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's poser. on Instagram as troublemaker underscore Lego. Um, poser. This guy's a phony. <laughs> Big fat phony. There we go. I started with South Park and we went to uh, <laughs> Family Guy. We went to Family Guy. This worked out. All right. Now Have we're we going broken Phillips. I think we uh, no, I'm up. good. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, moving yeah. on. That's a skip. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's a big. That's a hard skip. All right, all right. So Heritage Custom Shop announces the new Plain Top Core Collection H150. How much it's is another it? Les Paul? I don't know. Thirty five hundred dollars. Fuck me sideways. No. Why, no. Why would you Stop. buy a Heritage at the same price that a Gibson? Because oh, Heritage I, is better than Gibson. Wait, wait, that's thirty five hundred. But if you want the artisan aged, it's four grand. Oh, oh, that's, oh so yeah. that's cheaper you, than the Gibson. Listen, then. listen. Why get the artisan aged whenever you can just go to Olive Garden and they do that with the cheese? <laughs> and they're like, stop. But you never tell them to stop. And the guy's like, dude, these are my fingers now. Like, I gotta stop. And you're like, no, you keep going. And then he's like, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> so here's <laughs> here's my thing and and any of your listeners that are also listeners of my, my podcast know that i love gibson guitars i have no issue I, I have no issues with their guitars practices sometimes yes guitars no but like a big deal about heritage is that wait wait hold on did you buy stock in that guitar and I, now you have to say that every no, time you're on no no i wish I, I almost is there did, a non-disparagement clause as part of the <laughs> agreement I, I actually okay full disclosure i almost did but they had, oh already my god! they had already matched out their goal and so there were no more shares available oh when my i went gosh. to do it oh my god so, you were just too slow to the draw it's look, not that you didn't want to you were just too slow to look the draw. that is that is a fun way to toss 15 bucks at something just to see if this sticks to the wall kind of thing i i would have done it in a heartbeat it, I, it, I don't i don't even do that when i'm ordering i don't even do that when i'm ordering food out like i order the same stuff because i know i like it i'm not risking it <laughs> so but so here's the deal with heritage like i i love the fact that heritage is heritage is in the old kalamazoo factory i think they make great guitars the argument's always been that oh they're making guitars just as good or better than gibson at the same price point well guess what you're not at the same price point anymore this is a thousand dollars more than a gibson les paul standard hmm it it's a thousand dollars more. Is this a thousand dollars better than a Gibson Les Paul standard? Ah, uh, possibly. I've I've played a lot of heritages level? lately. I don't think they're a thousand dollars better. Mm. Okay, I think thirty five hundred is a little steep, but I also think that some of the prices for the Gibson standard stuff is a little steep too. Well, I think twenty I think twenty five hundred dollars for a Gibson Les Paul standard is a pretty solid price point. In today's guitar market, that's pretty freaking good. Um, oh, someone's tummy's grumbling. Mm -hmm. I think $2,500 is about what we should expect on an upper-end production premium guitar. All right, if you want to look at other fucking stupid amounts. How much is an American Standard Strat these days? Um, The American Pro 2? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, we're talking about two very, very. I know. I'm willing to give you margin. I'm just asking how much is an it's, American Pro? It's uh, Sweetwater fifteen hundred. So I would, American say, Pro 2? I would say two grand is about where I think a Les Paul standard should be. Yeah. I'm okay with twenty five hundred. Okay. Actual retail price is twenty five hundred. Right. Listen, if you want, to, oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you guys look at the next thing? All right. Yep. Um. So we're gonna look at, talk about this. So Manson Guitars or Manson Guitar Works, who which is now owned by what it's, Matt it's, Bellamy, it's right? It's the Matt Bellamy Guitar Company at this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um. So they've got these guitars. They look funny. They make me feel weird. Um. I there's a lot of knobs and some switches, and they look like they were painted. With the shaving cream, you remember when you used to do the shaving cream on the desk at school? Yeah. So, uh, you know what this like. actually is? Is it's aluminum? Yeah. Actually, it's sorry, aluminum. it's British, so it's aluminium. And, yeah. That's... Um, it also has an MXR Phase ninety reissue and a Zvex Fuzz Factory built into it. Okay. Did anyone do the conversion on the price yet? Uh, no, but it's Woo. too much. Yeah, there you go. Someone just did. You. Oh, list for 13,000 pounds. That's a heavy that's that's a and lot a half of tons. Yep. You know, this is how well Google knows me at this point, is I just started typing in a number, and it immediately went that number pounds to. Okay, for, yeah. for those of you that have not done the math yet, that is $17,756. Yeah. So that's a big, big note for me. Like the field in which I grow my fox is barren over this guitar. I've given all my fox, uh, <laughs> fox left to give. I, 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 this guitar does nothing for me. Fuck free since 23. Sorry. <laughs> in 2024, that'll make a lot more sense. <laughs> all right. I, I, Matt. I, Matt Bellamy's a great guitar player. I I love his music. I don't care a thing about this instrument. Are, are you ready? Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, Philip. What if I told you I had a piezo in the bridge? Oh, oh well, now you made piezo. me care less about it. Piezo. It um, also includes a case. Oh, <laughs> soft or hard? Uh, a flight case. For okay. for seventeen thousand dollars, it better include a case that carries itself. Is it a hard it has flight a, or it has, soft? It has flight? a strap. Are you flying Delta or United? I need Some signature know. picks. It's very important. And a cleaning cloth. Oh fuck a cleaning cloth! Why didn't you lead with that? I wouldn't have been making fun of it so hard if it came. I would have known it came with a cleaning cloth. Gosh, now I just look like a fool. Speaking of looking like a fool, uh, Tom's going to spend more money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, de the dealers leak a 2021 reissue of the Adam Jones signature Les Paul for 10 grand. So it's, it's going to be another Les Paul that <laughs> Tom's going to own. Uh, you know, I was going to say, speaking of guitars, I don't care about. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Uh, I love this guitar. I wish I could have one. I not my thing yeah i love them they're so nice i just want to play some tool on it so as much as i love bougie expensive gear who are you this guitar your I, fingers must have been 10 grand <laughs> yeah i wish i had 10 grand right now <laughs> If I had 10 grand right now, I would not be spending it on this guitar. I would. That's called investing. Skyrocket, skyrocket, skyrocket. Diamond hands. Diamond hands, diamond, diamond hands. hands. Jazz fingers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking, I'm curious. It gets announced tomorrow. Oh, well then. So I'm looking forward to getting seven Which is emails yesterday. from the, um, on our account, because we always get emails from Gibson now. All right, so I'm look. Let's talk about let's talk about this at the Adam Jones Les Paul. Let's talk about it. So instead of paying ten grand for the signature, you could buy. There's a custom shop silver burst for sixty two hundred dollars. 
There's a an original 1982 Silverbird for seven thousand dollars. Kyle, shut the fuck up. That if I'm you just if you really love the finish, even if it like is the name Adam Jones on this guitar worth four three to four thousand dollars more? Yeah. Yes. Is it? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hold on one second. So uh, this is if you'd like to join our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can get cool notes because i'm gonna send a note to tom really quick because he loves voice notes hey tom are you gonna buy one of these new fucking adam jones guitars or what there so you get to be part of that i that's i'm that was great advertisement i'm sorry yeah it was great uh (laughs) so cynical response here uh from me would be is the average age of tool fans finally in the spot that they paid off their mortgage and they can buy needless things to make their childhood complete? No, they're all just so depressed and, and bipolar that they go manic and just buy $10,000 guitars and then have to deal with that consequence later. There, there's like two times for signature guitars. There's like the beginner guitar that has the person with the hook on it. Yep. Like, Cause we constantly yep. see that too, where we're like, I've never heard of this artist. And then you, then you, go check them out and they're a real up and comer and it's really cool. And then there's the end memoriam sort of, or like, uh, you know, someone has done their career with this guitar. Right. So like that, this is much more the latter case. And usually those get announced at some point when their fan base is rich. (laughs) So like we're getting out of all the boomers. Now the signature guitars for boomers are pretty much done. David Gilmore, Tell that to all the reissue slash guitars. Yeah. And so there's been the slash era and we're hopefully coming to the end of the Bonamassa and and slash era. Hopefully fingers crossed. No. And then is it Adam Jones in in tool at this point? Is is that the, that so probably there's going to be something nine inch nails ish coming soon. Uh, No one from nine. There's no one who was really nine inch nails that was known for playing guitar. I mean, Trent played guitar. Somebody wasn't really known for it. He had a signature Dean for a while when he had to deal with them, but Trent Reznor did. Yeah. Fucking serious. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I remember that. It's fucking stupid. Okay. So let's talk about it. Let's push that a little further. So, so who's next was formed in what the nineties, early nineties. You got Billy Joe Armstrong now with a signature. Okay, yeah. so it's what the, what '90s era band do you want to see a signature guitar from? Well, they already made the Chris Cornell. Oh, they so they were formed in 1990. Uh, um, we've already got the Jerry Cantrell. Um, do they have? Um, there's got to be a, a Mike McCready signature. I think there was recently. Uh, I feel like we talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, I really think they should do a Stone Gossard Les Paul. There is Fender did a limited edition Mike McCready Strat. I, I but a Stone a Stone Gossard Les Paul, the other guitar player in uh, in Pearl Jam. Yeah, but that, it's just a standard Les Paul. But yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> well, fine. I, fine. But I won I, that I, argument. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, what I else know. do we have? The formative bands. Um, Stone Temple Pilots? Uh, yeah, that would be a Les Paul. Uh, um, John Frusciante? I that's, didn't that's a vintage have a John Frusciante? at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Was it 52? Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, even though I, I still associate him with a White Falcon, even though it was just one music video. Well, he did use it, I think, for that entire album. Who? So, John Frusciante? Yeah, yeah. Frusciante did. The whole Californication era, was, uh, uh, White Falcon. Strat is still his. That's his I, I agree. That's still what I associate 100%. with him. Uh, let's see. We've already got a Mark Tremonti. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they got him on the rise too. Yeah. Can um, you take me higher? I'm trying to think of who else. Like, because I I obviously listened to a very different style of music than Metallica in the nineties. Metallica already Metall- signatures at the wazoo. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just saying like they've already got them. I I can't think of like I don't know the guy from Third Eye Blind do a ES three thirty five. They just call it the guy from Third Eye Blind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, because like we're all sitting here like the advertiser was just like the advertiser was just like you fucking know who we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what we're you know who we're talking about. Don't ask. I'm having to Google and there we go. A Jim Sonefeld signature, whatever guitar he played in Hootie and the Blowfish. I mean, all right. So there's also been, uh, (laughs) let's see. There's also been, uh, fuck. I just had it. Has Cheryl Crow had a signature Telecaster yet? Uh, she had a signature Gibson acoustic, the hummingbird or or songwriter. It was, uh, uh, Oh, Oh, they did do a limited edition of it. Yep. Fender already did. They were uh, oh, and her 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 acoustics one of the best acoustic guitars. Ever. Is there is there has there been a Bonnie Raitt Strat? Yes, there was okay. a Bonnie Raitt signature edition. Okay. Uh, um, uh, we already said the guy from Third Eye Blind, so we've got that all covered. <laughs> uh, Dave goodness. Navarro has Dave Navarro ever had? He a, had a PRS. Yeah, he had yep. a PRS. Okay. He, has, he was uh, early on the PRS train too. I think it was an SE. Oh yeah, he was he was really early. He was like Santana. Yeah, Santana early, smooth. Does Rob Thomas have a signature guitar yet? <laughs> no, because he was not known for playing guitar. Listen, I, I'll, I'll give the guy fuck from Matchbox Twenty signature guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy actually left the main guitar player, but he played PRS a lot in in Les Pauls. Those were his two guitars. Yeah. Um. But he actually came back. I, I, whenever I saw him in uh, Counting Crows, I saw Matchbox Twenty in the Counting Crows, and that was phenomenal. Does... And yeah, he played piano, and it was great. What Dude. about Graham Coxon? Does he have a signature? <laughs> That's why we don't have one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I still I don't even know who that is. Anyways, uh, Blur. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I mean, at this I'm point, not even into Blur. Let, let's let's be honest. Has Fender done a Johnny Greenwood yet? Ooh. Ooh! Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. They, did they do one with like they did one for Ed, but have they done one for <clears throat> Johnny yet? I uh, because like no his his Telecaster is unique too, so like that would be a great one to redo. I don't think so. Oh my gosh! So there, you know what? One. Only because it's only because they just released a new album. They should do uh, uh, Limp Biscuit. What's his name? Why can't I think? think West Borland. Yes, West Borland. I want West Borland. He has a signature signature. guitar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Never mind. Well, I'm not Jack. A Jack White signature. What would his signature be? Either the K, the K, or the airline. Or already done a Rich Robertson. Or he, or he's been really big on the Telecaster with the. And banjo armrest. Uh, he did. He did the Gretsch thing for a while too. Oh man, I want the Gretsch that had the microphone built in. It, it was at Summer Nam. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just had that weirdo telly with like the the Ban- B bender and the G bender on it. Oh yeah. Uh, I still loved him doing the uh, Wolfgang. But he's not. He's that not quite great. that Gen X hero. Like he's not. Jack White kind of falls out of that range. He's he's more of a millennium, a millennial. Yeah, I'd say that guitar player. So like, what right, what well, from the nineties that 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 Gen X heroes? Hoobastank, <laughs> Buck Cherry. That, again, that's still oh! later. Okay, you guys are in the two thousands again. No, Hoobastank was from the nineties, weren't they? No, Incubus, a fucking Mike Einziger. Uh, Hoobastank started in ninety four. Yeah, so just because they started you, in '94 doesn't mean they broke out. Oh yeah, their first album was 2001. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, Dang, don't take question me here. on my Hoobas tank. I t- <laughs> <laughs> How dare you look down on I, me when talking about Hoobas tank? I, I listen like, to Crawling the Dark so much. I can assure you, I want nothing to do with your Hoobas tank. I had a great, but no, great answer, Mike Einziger. I mean, if they yeah. brought back that PRS from the morning here. Morning View era. That was a that was a, what a semi hollow McCarty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want another fifteen thousand dollar guitar, bring that one. You could do an SE. Fair. Yeah. Well, even the love, even I'll, the hollow body SE is Zach still, Myers. Yeah, so crazy. That's expensive. still like 
That's no, not no, a no. real hollow body. I'm talking about the 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 hollow body two SE is oh. like 1500 bucks. Uh, oh, I, you know what? Stop, stop. The 90s band, the 90s guitarist that is going to be, if if they ever do another one, because they can't do it with the current one, is going to be Dave Grohl. He will be, if they ever get to where they can reissue more guitars, Dave Grohl will be the slash of his generation. Not not in the like cheesy overplayed, but in the like the guy that could sell a ton of guitars if they would reissue them in a way that people could afford them. Oh, even if they just reissued it as a full price model, it'd still sell out. <clears throat> I absolutely would. I would I would be scrounging money to try to find a way to buy one. Or wow. if Ampeg reissued the Lucite one, because I still think of Dave Grohl with one of those. Yes. That, yep. That'd be great. All right. Well, if you guys want to continue this discussion, you can go to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Go on there. Tell us who you think deserves a signature guitar that it would sell and has not been done yet. Gen X. Um, Gen X Guitar Heroes. Okay. Fine. Gen X. Whatever. 90s. God, calm. Breathe. All right. <gasps> we also want to thank Philip from 40 Watt Podcast for joining us this week and hanging out with us um you can go check out 40 watt podcast on all of your favorite pod catchers is that what yeah. it's called I, sure so another cool thing that philip does is he actually does videos so you can go to his youtube and watch him have a conversation with his guests he does a kind of an interview format um i've been on it a few times scott have you been on it he has I've been one on time. it Oh, okay. Damn it. I was going to... I was there than... with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're oh. literally on at the same time. <laughs> wait, wait. Did we call in or was this at the house? This video? No. This video before. Before we were ever at the house, y'all were on an episode. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry. I've slept since then. Um, wow. This is embarrassing. Um, you can also, uh, if you want, you can go to our, the face or the effectsloop.com. It's got all link to all of our cool things. Big shout out to uh electromotive sound company for sponsoring this episode as well go check out some of his amazing gear has one of the best phasers in the world one of the only phasers uh, the only phaser that philip will own yep. which is a testament i mean if that is not his web address now i don't know <laughs> www.theonlyphaserphilipwillown.com if you haven't bought that ben you're missing out um <laughs> We'll put that in our. On our That's website totally well. going to be worth the twelve dollars that it costs to register. Uh... <laughs> I'll, you know what? Fuck it, Ben. If you buy it, I'll reimburse you <laughs> just to have that. And so, two people. We need to get one of those counters at the bottom of the show. How many people have visited the website? It'll be at three just from me. Just go clicking on it. It'll be All doing right. better than I our LinkedIn group. I know that's right. <laughs> I'll have a LinkedIn group. It was yeah, just a, it was a joke we had for a while of like it was all the socials oh, yeah, listed out. out and I was like, yeah, check us out on LinkedIn is something I threw in there. And then yeah, Scott threw it in there, and I was like, I was like, wait, we have a LinkedIn. He's like, we do now, and he made one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, you can check out our LinkedIn if you want. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us for the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Philip. I'm Scott. And we'll check you out next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Later. Shame alone.
dictionary Why is negativity always drawing out picture Every visualized love Energized lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Never after, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so I've got Chinese.